about Pluto. My name is Jennifer Smith. I'm here with my guest, Johnny C. How you doing, Johnny? Oh, Jenny, I'm doing well because we are going to be joined tonight by many, many celebrities. Oh, good. I love celebrities. What are we watching? We are watching Pacific Blue, Season 4, Episode 3. Very specific. Um, all right. Talk to me about why we're watching this. All right. So anybody who watches, who watched professional wrestling back in the day on the USA Network was always inundated with advertisements for USA Network programming, mm-hmm. like Silk Stockings, La Femme Nakita, as JR would say, or mm-hmm. Pacific Blue. So I was doing a show a couple months ago back in the Aqua Cave, shameless plug, and Triple H was indicated that he would be a guest star on Pacific Blue. Well, by God, this is the episode. Mm. Fantastic choice. Oh, it's I fantastic. Know, I don't know dick about this show. Well, speaking of Dick, are you are you seeing this? Do you see what these guys are doing I'm, here? I'm seeing this, yes. Right, so they're, they're watching in, porn together, as a group of males do. Specifically, Jailbait 3. Mm-hmm. And there's Mario Lopez, and there's a girl with a sucker. This show, Jenny, mm-hmm. is what boys 13 to 14 dreamed of before the internet. Is that right? This particular episode. Not the show in general. That's not oh. the thesis of the show. It's actually a show kind of in the vein of Baywatch about <clears> – <throat> bike cops right and i'm not talking about like i'm talking about ding, ding, ding. bikes <laughs> bicycle yes bicycle cops slater being one of them and so is this fake peter petrelli guy <laughs> but you'll notice he's the living embodiment of 1998 because he's got the the, str- the strings of hair down just slightly right yeah those are very important now spoiler i watched this episode a couple months ago and that hair string is always perfectly placed. Oh, here we go. We got some opening credits. Look at this. Pacific Blue in stereo. We're available. We got some bodies here, though, Jen. Yeah, we do. That's all that matters. Fucking so how did you get into this show? Just like you no. said, just wrestling? I mean, yeah. That's it's it? So- yeah, it's something that was just always advertised, like, if you were to take a random survey of, you know, probably guys my age, and I'm being very stereotypical here, that watched wrestling, regardless of how, how much they watched, they'd probably be able to be like, oh, yeah, I've at least heard of that because specifically of like Sunday Night Heat and Monday Night Raw and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So definitely that. Now, there's Amy Hunter Cornelius. She appears on the first episode of Sunday Night Heat with Mario Lopez, and they get in a fight with Val Venus. Oh, wow. That is not ex- a sentence I expected to hear today. Uh, exactly, right? He's like, hello, Amy. <laughs> and Slater's like, you know, Val got in my face, so I pushed him out a little bit, you know? I didn't realize that Slater was in the wrestling world at all. So it was specifically because this is – so this show, like, I don't know how popular it was. I'm no expert or anything like that, but I do know because I read on Wikipedia with researching <laughs> – uh, you know, their involvement that Slater and the girl who I spoke of, Amy Cornelius, or what have you, were replacements for this season. So they've, this is like their third episode, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's so basically what that tells me is the show was like, we are a mid-level show. We need a D-level celebrity to be as the star. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they bring in Mario and you'll notice he got the and credit in the credit sequence. So, it's like, yes, we know you should be the star, but we don't need you to be the star, so just be the and. You know? Okay. It's like a 
Ocean's Eleven. It's like George Clooney, Julia Roberts, and Andy Garcia featuring Brad Pitt. And, you know, like Matt Damon's, you know, nose. I don't know. Like the hierarchy. Yeah, it's just the politics of my name and appears in the credits. Now Uh, we have – what uh, commercial are you on? Cerebral palsy legal alert. So, I mean, if it's a legitimate thing, that's cool. But it's it feels like it wants everyone to call regardless of if you qualify. (laughs) I have the same commercial. Which is weird because the last couple episodes I've done, I've had at least one of these commercials sync up. I'm sure. It was rare, not so much anymore. Yeah. Now I'm uh, a man. Where, ooh, Nugenex Total T. Jenny, what is this, Pluto? Is this some sort of illegal Russian feed? Okay, I feel like, because now they're selling me illegal supplements. And <laughs> earlier. Nugenex oh, is totally legit. What are you talking about? Is it? No, I'm just kidding. It, it, <laughs> It, it gave me a vibe of like. Tom um, said so, bitch. I mean, what does it do? Does it make you poop? No, it gives you erections. <laughs> well, Jenny, so will this episode. All right. <laughs> it is called seduced. It is. So you get bikini babes now. Oh, we sure do. Uh, it's the most expensive beach. You know, because of the plastic. Of course. Which I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, oh, but they look kind of natural. Well, speaking of unnatural. Uh, we're we're about to be introduced to bike cop Shayna Mokler, who oh there we go special guest That's star. That's our Cre- first Helmsley. Yep, credited as what a nerd. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, how do you spell your name, Paul? No, call me Hunter Helmsley. Um, but one of the bike cops is at least was the blonde right here, married to Travis Parker from Blake One Eighty Two. Mm. And she was in a reality show with Travis Parker. And oh, she collected, that's right. Yeah, I remember that show. Collectively lowered the IQ of the United States by 0. <laughs> 0.02 points. Do, do you think being a bike cop is a fun job? I mean, I think it should be. I mean, granted, I, I don't. I'm not a bike cop, and I've mm-hmm. been propositioned to pose for you know magazines before, much like oh, Shannon okay. is. Yes, <laughs> but no. In all seriousness, I feel like it would be. Realizing you're at the party because nobody checked your ID, not because you were invited. <laughs> Yikes. And these, respect for the bike cops. Well, I tell you what. These cops don't deserve my respect because throughout this episode, they're going to break so many fucking laws. Oh, yeah. They, you know. Oh, who's this? Well, this guy, that. Didn't you know that? I, I have heard this. I have heard this. Yeah. Speaking, this guy looks like a Homelander, kind of. He sort of does, yeah. You know, he's like hair. a... He's more like Foamlander, though. He's definitely a fake Homelander. And uh, I don't think he can act either. <laughs> you know, he's he got not the, appear, so, no. so. So, Jenny, allow me to turn the tables on you. This is the second bow we've encountered with the hair string, which is kind of a Superman nod. But where do you stand on the hair string? You know, you see what I'm talking about. He's got that one string yeah, of hair. That's I mean, I mean, now it's blowing. I, I don't hate it. I mean. Chicks have, she has bangs, you know. For Dudes sure. can have bangs. For sure, for sure. I don't mind it. It's fine. Oh, unexpected pregnancy. So, oh, fake Peter Petrelli here <laughs> is is pissed off because at this bachelor party they were going to watch this film uh, that stars a sixteen year old girl. Yeah, a sixteen year old girl that he knows. Right. And so that's the setup of the plot. That's all you need to know. He's on the hunt like a madman. 
and now we've got a pregnancy announcement. I mean, this is like so a lot of things are happening. Yeah. I mean, that's what's so fun about it is that it's pure bullshit, like Cinemax, made for Cinemax level film quality and acting. And I just it's it's beautiful. I like the setting a lot. It's Probably great. I think. Each. Yeah, I don't know if they filmed it in California, but I mean, it's clearly on a beach. I mean, you can't fake that. Mm-mm. I mean, you can fake it, but not the way they're shooting it. And not, not like budget. that hair. No. no, no, absolutely not. I mean, this is an awkward conversation to be having in 2022 because, uh, you know, he's telling her to get an abortion. And it's like, right. well, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to for some strange reason. Sorry about it. You're about to be a daddy. Yep. And look at the choker on this guy, that necklace. Um, oh, that's all the rage right there. For sure. I mean, this guy is a fraternity recruitment poster. And that's okay. I'm just saying. Were you in like, a fraternity? Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, <laughs> so you I'm were. A, so, so I'm allowed to, to talk smack. Actually, anybody can. It's stupid. Um, <laughs> just to, just to be, does he look, this guy's a cop. He's destroying this guy's private property. He's just taking it out. He's up in his game. <laughs> Have you ever been referred to as the top blonde? Mm, nope. Not Me even neither. when I was a blonde. Oh, you were blonde? No kidding. I was blonde for a little bit in high school. So, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. And I don't mean to turn it back to the show, but this is the B plot. <laughs> And so let's just mention it quickly. Uh, Mrs. Travis Barker is trying to convince the Pacific Blue ladies to pose for Playpen Magazine for 50 grand. There you go. That's the whole okay. deep plot. So Did she's – for yeah. I mean, it, well, it depends who's shooting it. Um, you know, I've got a couple of guys I know who like to shoot me specifically with a specific long lens. Oh, right? Um, but I don't know. I probably would do it, yeah. <laughs> Same. I mean, it's like I mean, I. I mean, if someone were to be entertained by it, good for you, man. And you get fifty thousand dollars. Right. I mean, it's. I mean, I. Win, you know. I mean, I, I could certainly understand apprehension. Do not get me wrong, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I do not think it's appropriate to like, you know, get in somebody's business if they were to do it, and not to get in their business if they weren't too. But yeah, I probably would. <laughs> I feel like all hot people should just model for things all the time. Like, why would you not? Like, you're hot. Well, I mean, as a spokesperson for hot people, um, <laughs> elected by myself, I might add. Um, yeah. Uh, by the way, folks, if anyone out there thinks I'm serious, earlier today I released a podcast where I talk about Godzilla. All right. So right. I, I'm not one of them. But they are this, – this dude is clearly stalking this porno actress. Let's just be blunt about it. Um, it's not right. He got in too deep. You know, I feel like he doesn't he understand that it's not reality. He's not even wearing a regulation uniform. I, now Slater's going to try to get this chick like, hey, I played football. You're blonde. I mean <laughs> – why not? Oh, now garage door? I don't I don't want to buy a garage door. I want to watch her and him, you know. Nope, we got another commercial. Sorry about it. So 
I'm getting DaytonDoorSales.com. Now, I live near a city named Dayton. I wonder mm. if this is localized specifically. It might be because I've gotten local commercials on Pluto before. Now, you live in a Greenbow, correct? <laughs> oh, how dare you. Is that, a real, is that a real place? It is, yes. Okay, okay. Alabama um, is a real place. I'm no, jackass, Greenbow. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do the impression because I don't no. think you're supposed to do those impressions. Um, it's very offensive to people uh, named Kitty. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to yell Greenbow, Alabama, like he does. Uh-huh. I wasn't going to say Jenny. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, that movie, I, I liked it when I was younger, but I, I haven't watched it in a very long time. I don't know if it holds up. It's pretty good. Is it? All right, kids. It's an all-time classic. What are you talking about? Well, now, I, I mean, I don't know. You'd be surprised. I mean, there are sometimes I'll watch a movie that I really always sort of depended on as being a classic, if you will, and then it just doesn't It doesn't age with me. It doesn't speak to me like it used to. Now, I can't think of any concrete examples, so these might just be the ramblings of a madman, <laughs> but it could happen. So you have huh? no support for your theory. I mean – some of the um, – oh, God, I don't know. I don't want to really put anything out there into the zeitgeist for someone to call me out on, you know. Um, I, I went through a time period where I didn't really like any of the old Batman movies, and and, and I think it's just because – Like 89 Batman movies? Right, and, and before the internet attacks me. It's because – it's why they call the 15-minute problem. I've seen the first 15 minutes – of so many movies hundreds of times because I'll, I have really bad ADD. So I'll play it and then, ooh, Krispy Kreme. Uh, but I'll play it and then I'll, I'll, yeah, and then I'll watch 15 minutes and then I'll turn it off and go on with my day. So it's like, I've seen the first 15 minutes of Batman 89, for example, a hundred times. So if I can get past the first 15 minutes, you've got me. Right. You know what I mean? Now, so you- this, oh, sorry, go ahead. What is it about the first 15 that doesn't get you? Um, it, It's not that it doesn't get me. It's that I – so if you're talking specifically about Batman, mm-hmm. um, you know, you've got the family getting mugged, and then you've got uh, Batman assaulting the two thugs on the roof. And then the first 15 takes us to probably the first meeting of the criminals with uh, Jack Palance. Let's mm-hmm. say this son of a bitch. <laughs> um. And it's just that here's the thing. If I get to the part where he's on the where Batman's on the roof, pronouns, pal, um, and I feel like, God, didn't I just watch this? It's because, you know, maybe a year ago I watched only the first 15 minutes. So I feel like the first 15 minutes is the entire movie and I get tired of it. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> Doesn't at all. Wow, that's so mean. <laughs> I thought you I, I thought you would at least shake your head and nod and be like, you know what? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Let's move on to something more entertaining. But no, you're really here to call me out. All right, well, here we I'm go. I'm sorry. I just never heard anybody say that before. So just you, watch, you watch the first 15 minutes. It's, it's, oh, it's the, the worst example is A New Hope because, um, you know, hold on, hold now on. Now we're going to Star no, Wars. It's just, that, right. it's just that the first 15 minutes of A New Hope isn't exactly like – setting the world on fire. And the thing is, is that I've seen it so many times, but once I get past it, I'm golden. But you still like it. Oh, it's my favorite film of all time. Okay. Absolutely. And this doesn't, this, this has nothing to do with liking a movie. Okay. Uh, counterpoint to this example. You ready for this? So 
I had to. Well, I watched Godzilla 1998 to research a show I just released today. Cheap plug for myself, and um, I got I got through it in just a few sittings because I hadn't seen it in 20 years, Jen. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut this off, but oh, okay. oh yeah. Here's uh, Triple H at VIP Films. What? What? You ready for the most awkward cross shop in the history of sports entertainment? Yes, please. All right, here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Triple H, baby. Oh, oh my God. God. Now, Jed, you're going to love this. If it now. That was um, so awkward. It is great. Um, if you can hear, the, the DX theme song is playing right now. <laughs> okay. I, it will not end for some time. And it, it's... <laughs> It's about a, it's about four minutes that this thing plays in the background during this entire sequence in the porno uh, studio. I love Triple H is the porno studio bouncer. That's right, and of course the song which fits perfectly with this softcore shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, introducing Fiffler, fake Stifler. All right. Oh the, my God, he is brunette Stifler. Yeah, he's the owner of the porno place. And he is really directing the hell out of this porn scene. Well, I mean, you know, there's a story to tell here, I think. I think it's important to get the director's intent across. The director, I'm always in the director's corner when it comes to cinema. Is that right? Absolutely. Now, now, don't adjust your set, Jen. The filming technique on this show is fucking crazy because they go to this weird frame rate and it looks like your Wi-Fi has gone to hell. But Okay, so I thought that was on me and my Pluto problems. Right. It is not. As late. Um, and I, Look was, at that. I wasn't going to comment on it, but now that you said that, it's very weird. Uh, so this d- guy is whooping the shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you know Triple H isn't going to sell this guy's offense, and he specifically okay. no-sold a punch to, this, to the face. And he slammed him on the bed. Of course, right on the bed. I mean, you rent a movie. So this guy's a cop, right? That bachelor party in the beginning, he had to go to that video store where he was roughing up the guy's tapes and rent Jailbait 3 as a cop. And I'm not saying, you know, you can't enjoy that stuff. It's just – Look, he's undercover. Well, he wasn't always. Oh, who, who brings a six-shooter to a fight with <laughs> Triple H? Don't you know? Like, if you challenge Triple H to a fight, it's game over. <laughs> What was the conflict here? The girl was underage in the porn. Yeah, and that's the that's okay. the weird thing too is that in the um in the opening scene at the bachelor party when he turns off the tape he's like this girl's sixteen years old. Slater's like, huh, well, looks like she's not acting like it. What a flippant attitude to take to such a thing. Well, we we didn't care about this shit back then. Yeah. I mean, I know. Oh my god. Oh, uh, back elbow to the face. Just want to point out for everybody not watching, DX theme still playing. Okay. What a um, shit-eating grin on his face. That was that was intense. Oh, he'll be back. But yeah, that, is there so going to be a cage match later? Look at that a cell phone. Yes, they're going to take that 1998 cell phone and hang it from the rafters. You know what I was thinking today? Because I I think about Vince Russo in my spare time, and I just watched Cobra Kai. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe that Russo and I was listening to TNA Never Dies as well, and you were getting fed up with the battery. You were doing all three of those things? Well, I'm a multitasking fan. I told you I had really bad ADD. <laughs> That's true. 
but no, we're, oh, I'm surprised Russo never dressed up in a karate gi and was like, you know, my family's last name used to be LaRusso, but we shortened it in the 90s. Oh, God. <laughs> and say he was Vince LaRusso. You know, oh. the, There's a crossover for you. I know. Well, you know, Russo, uh, I bet he rented, because I think he owned a video store back in the day, and I'm sure he had a couple copies, allegedly, of Jailbait 3. I'm sure he did. Who doesn't, though? Well, I mean, you're right. I prefer 4. But, um, you know, three is really when you start to learn the motives of the, the villain, and I start to empathize with them as well. So, mm-hmm. I always do that for a villain, too, usually. Hey, shit, you, you were just telling me that you spent time on base at Camp Lejeun in North Carolina. <laughs> right, yes. Hey. Uh, I'm not feeling too good, so. Right. <laughs> this is like a, I feel like this is a tra- uh, some sort of like viral marketing for an Aaron Brockovich TV show that I don't know about. <laughs> I keep getting those emails, though, legit. <laughs> do you um, really? For Camp yeah, Lejeune? I certainly do. Well, my inbox may have about 20,000, you know, messages in it full of spam like that, so. You think these guys still, you think these people still fuck? Um, these, no. these These older folks? <laughs> like God, I miss television. <laughs> Are you getting the leg exercise commercial? Oh, I've seen that one. That's a classic. <laughs> oh, those are the people I was talking about. I sh- I forgot we no, don't. No, have no, to I figured it way. out. No, no, no. I figured okay, it like, it this... like I was expecting that commercial very soon. Oh, now we're back. Damn it! Go back to leg exercise. Oh well, but this just that just reminds me. Like I just really got the feels of watching TV and like seeing stupid commercials. Slater found the girl, though, basically. He has done so. literally nothing in this show. Just stand around and look weird. I mean, he's wearing some lightly colored denim. I mean, that's <laughs> not, it's not easy to pull that one off, I'll tell you that much. Now, given that we know in the real world she is not 16 years old, uh, where she rank on the Trinity scale? Ooh. Trinity's way hotter. Um... But I love that thing she's got with her hair. The crimps. Is that what that's called? Yeah, like a. And I like her poof mohawk. Yeah, like, her hair's cool. I mean, look, I realize it's very much of the times, but mm-hmm. at the same time. At the same time, this this whole look is coming back anyway, so it's not right. that far off from what and I was on TikTok. What's that? I don't even know what the shit that is. <laughs> I would have been like 14 or 15 at this time, so I would have been learning things. So Learning things, right. Yes, educating myself. It was a very How poor to drive and stuff uh, like that. I didn't learn to drive until I was 16 on the dot, strangely enough. I know a lot of people start in different states when they're like 15, 15 and a half and what have you. I was just lazy. I'll never forget, I was taking driver's ed the same fall that SmackDown became an actual television program. Uh, and my driver's ed was on Thursday nights, and I missed SmackDown all the time in the fall, and it really broke my heart. That's it. This whole story. Thoughts and prayers. Now, Shayna Mokler here, who's trying to convince everyone to do the spread, is a former Playboy centerfold herself, I believe, oh. if I recall the reality show. So it makes sense for her character um, to want to do this. Now, the girl she's talking to with the serious bangs who looks like fake Silk Spectre, mm-hmm. what, what's her like, – I don't know. I'm, I don't know that I'm enjoying – but I'm sure she's a very nice person. But, like, I don't know. It's a look. 
it's the bangs. You think so? Because I feel like it's hiding a very large forehead that would make me, ah! Uh, I don't know. I'm not trying, and again, I'm not, I'm not. Oh, we're all judging everybody. It's fine. I mean, it's a 1998 TV show. Yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, this could be like the, yeah, this should be the last bastion of things that it's okay to be like stereotypical about. Right. All right. I mean, that guy barely fits into his polo shirt. There, I'm being stereotypical. I bet he's stupid because he's got muscles. <laughs> See, I'm an equal opportunity um, offender. There you go. That's all that matters. Just to so, everybody. Have you ever been stopped by a bike cop? No. <laughs> Me neither. Um, Jed, have you have you ever have you have you ever have you ever seen the episode of Simpsons where they watch Night Boat? No. God damn it. All right. Um, are you familiar with Knight Rider? Yes. Okay, so Homer's watching a show called Night Boat about a talking boat, and they're like, oh, no, they're like, the bad guy's getting away. And the talking boat's like, don't worry, Michael, there's a canal, which is like – and Bart's like, oh, no, it's Homer. He's like, oh, there's always a canal. Because if you're a boat and you're chasing a bad guy, if they get out of water – and now she just said she would – uh, enjoy the idea of her naked body being in the minds of her bosses. Welcome to 1998. <laughs> right. Welcome, welcome to Instagram. Well, yeah. Well, if when you're an influencer, everyone's your boss. So true. Strip. I mean, that was you know that's the gag. Basically. I'm not saying, but anyway, the gag is that there's always a canal for Nightboat to go through because there wouldn't be a show if Nightboat couldn't catch the bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Pacific Blue eventually will have a climax, much like WrestleMania 15. It will be a raging climax. Mm-hmm. That's a deep cut WWF joke. And um, it's definitely a moment where – now, I'm setting it up for you. You need to tell me when it happens, a moment where you're like, that whole sequence existed just so they could do something with their bikes. All right? <laughs> okay. Is it his shirt? Does his shirt exist for that reason? No, but Test has the same shirt. you familiar with Test? Yes. Okay, like this. It looks better on test. Well, I mean, <laughs> so did Stephanie McMahon, but that didn't stop yeah. a Triple H. <laughs> I think here, I think the girl and him are wearing the same shirt. They are. What the hell? That's fantastic. I didn't know that. Do they have a low, I... like, fabric budget uh, for making the clothes on this show? I mean, you've seen the cops all wear the same uniforms. So. Yeah, cheap ass uniform, too. You can see their fucking bras through their white shirts. Well, I mean, I don't. I wasn't complaining about that. Well, I wasn't either. I'm just saying it's cheap looking. Not yeah, but that's a – and look, I mean, you started the convo. I'm going to say that's a hard thing to do. Like I empathize because it's like – like when I get ready for work every day, for example, like I just, you know, grab a pair of jeans, like a pair of shorts, and I have like – my um, I jokingly say my closet is like a cartoon character because I have a polo shirt in like 80 different colors, right? Oh yeah. And I just I just pick a color and dress like a cartoon character. Whereas I know women have to go through like so much and then it's like you go outside and you realize that, you know, your shirt, while not transparent at all, needs more layers unless you want to, you know, invite the world in. Right. And it's like that's a legitimate like problem. Like it's a thing that it like, is. Uh, that other people have to deal with that other people that don't should be cognizant of. Now, you don't have to play a violin for him, but if someone's like, I need five more minutes, I gotta change my shirt, be like, oh, that totally makes sense. Or you'd be like, we're professional 
police officers on our bicycles, and I deserve a shirt that is not see-through. Right on. I mean, because you've got to go white on white in that scenario, I would presume. I'm very colorblind as well. But if you, you do, like, yeah, yeah, I am. Hmm. Um, I have these fun glasses, though, that I like to wear because they make me look like Daredevil, and I can see colors. They're really cool. Really? <laughs> I mean, I don't look like... I look like Matt Murdock. I don't look like Daredevil. <laughs> but they let you see colors? I mean, they, they emphasize them, yes. I, um, I, I, I don't necessarily always wear them to the theater because they also, like, make things a little bit darker. But, uh, in the winter, it's, it's a, it's a hoot. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And you're an undercover cop and you gotta go do some porn. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 police captain looks like Joe from Empire Records. He does. He actually really does. He's like Lucas where right, the money. The face, the hair. Yeah, he's just more swole, less losery. Right. Oh yeah, you're right. I can see Braziers now. Now I'm looking for it, Jen. You're not. It's I'm not fair. Saying, if it's there's rude. a thing to notice, I'm gonna notice it. I know, but it's. I feel rude to them now because it's like you know they're police officers. They're here to enforce the law and. If they'd like to enforce the law with a Johnny C, I'm here. The police on the back just looks like a fucking joke. Like, it looks like, haha, we think we're police. Like, even it, the font is not professional. It it's definitely like, looks like. Police, yeah. It, it definitely looks like they just bought them on the, on the boardwalk that they're policing. Right. Like, now, everybody else. That's a fucking FBI shirt. <laughs> Do you do you watch do you watch Cobra Kai? Oh my god! So yes, I okay. I haven't started the the latest season yet because the last season really uh, by the end of it I was like, what the fuck are we actually doing? Is it too like uh, otherworldly for you? Like, is it is it really jump? Is it like you know what? I I understood when you were like a small like Johnny hates Daniel, but now it's like a world bending like problem in california that there's all these kids that know karate well i think it's a world-bending problem that none of the parents have been reported to child protective services because their children are in a fight club and you know they're 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 just running around beating up each other like everybody's cool with it allow me to drop some knowledge mr mr and mrs daniel larusso are very wealthy and they're very white. They are. Well, sort of, but yeah. Well, yeah, no, I mean, and, and you're right. Um, uh, I don't know. Now I'm trying to remember. Hey, what do you think of that Mrs. LaRusso? But not, it's not even really that. I'm, like, mostly joking about it. But no, for sure. Well, it, it just it, felt it, like we've done the same story over and over again. You know, they're going to fight. They're going to make up. They're going to bond together for the kids. The kids are going to like each other. They're going to not like each other. This one's going to want to fuck that one. And I feel like we've done this combination the same over and over again. Uh, Oh, hello. So I would argue that what you've just described to me, Jen, is peak uh, Attitude Era wrestling. Right, but there's fighting and blood and like other shit. Right. But not children fighting, like adults fighting. True. Well, these kids have been frozen at 16 for the last four years. Right. So. That's another issue. The thing is, is that I kind of 
I, it's interesting, and I don't make that comparison just to be silly, but like it, it does remind me of wrestling. Like you, it's kind of like a over the top soap opera that you just had to, to kind of lean into, and it gets extra points because it plays on my nostalgia for the Karate Kid. I think my issue, and you're right, and that's part of the reason I love wrestling, blah blah blah. But like, a lot of times, the reason why I watch shit is to not think about and relate to things as much, like. You know, I, I'm going to want some sort of connection in some of my media, my entertainment. Not all of it. Some of it, I want it to be dumb and, like, fun and, like, not think about it. But then that show forces me to think about my parenting, you know, and oh, I see. my relationship. And, like, there, it's it's manipulative is what I, I feel like. Um, but that being said, I really do enjoy Johnny. Uh, I oh, think for he's sure! A fantastic heel, and when he does the babyface moments, he is so fucking good at it too. Like yeah. the acting, like all the performances are good. It's just the other things that. Sure. It just mm. I, don't, I can't like like chill like because it, it everything reminds me of something that's already happening in my brain like in some way, and I'm like I don't want to think about that. I want to think about this fake world and their fake problems. But they're all relating back to me in too many ways. That's so interesting because when I watch stuff, I'm the, my mind is completely enthralled into only what their world is. And I I'm don't think about my own at all. That's, that's and I, and no, no, that's okay. I mean, we all deserve to be, you know. Um, it's just fascinating to hear someone say that. Well, I do think – uh, and not, don't get me wrong. I, you probably listened to a show of mine where I complain about – I would never spoil anything for anyone. I'm just going to say my review is thumbs up. That's it. So, yeah, and I've heard that, and I'm sure that, you know, if I watch it, you know, it'll probably be fine. I just feel some kind of way about it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of dig the you never know who's going to show up nature of it. Um, it's very TNA in that way. <laughs> That's right. Sometimes you get Bart Gunn. <laughs> right sometimes you get saturn yeah i don't know uh sometimes you get uh well I, i'm not we're not gonna we could go forever and try to one-up mm-hmm. each other with someone oh <laughs> triple h here just begging for this guy's runoff oh, by yeah. the way oh for sure <laughs> sorry boss he's so young look at all that baby he does face. he looks he looks it's so weird yeah this is um <laughs> there's it was fantastic i was doing a show about sunday night heat and JR had the most awkward transition. He's like, uh, folks, last week Triple H uh, was on Pacific Blue, and it was the highest-rated episode of all time. <laughs> and and you know what, Shane? What's that, JR? Sometimes there's a murder on the beach. And I was like, what storyline is this? And he, then it's like, oh, no, he's just selling Pacific Blue for USA. <laughs> a lot of beach murders happening. That's right. Well, he just said, boss, you are my idol. I always thought Lodi was his idol. Mm. Are you familiar with Lodi as my idol? A little bit, yeah. All right. God, I used to fucking say that in high school all the time. <laughs> and I don't even I didn't even watch WCW like enough to – I couldn't t- pick out Lodi and um, Lenny Lane from a fucking mm. police usual suspects lineup. I feel like we're getting an absurd amount of commercials. Well, Jen, this is the number one rated program in Pluto history. I mean, oh, you're gonna sure. pep, you got to pay for it, all right? This some is way, great. some way, it's a free app. You're right. That's right. Well, now, Jen, I'm looking for a way to reduce my nighttime bathroom trips. You heard of anything? Hmm. 
Let's see. Yep. Do you, is, is there some sort of uh, catheter you might use? No, I, but no. maybe I, maybe I should try this medication, full potency mm. prostate. Oh, okay, yeah, that might help. It has four key ingredients, but now nah, I saw one. I saw one at the pharmacy that had five key ingredients. <laughs> How much eugenics does it have in it? Um, <laughs> eugenics isn't that what Scientology study? Eugenics. Oh. No, that's Dianetics, the Scientologist study. Uh, what, what are eugenics? I don't know. Or not. The Frank Thomas eugenics. Oh, that's right. The big hurt. The boner pills. Oh, again, I I really don't need those. <laughs> and I'm not and I'm and I'm not saying that because like it's you know yeah I just no I'm good I'm good still I'm only thirty nine. <laughs> well. I mean, and if you're – see, here we go. I told you. I'm good to go. That was – well, unless you're watching at home, Shane is about to do her, her big spread here. Now, oh, I've actually I've actually spread, done this huh? – I've done this for free. Oh, yeah? So, so to do it for 50, I mean, come on now. It's a lot. Yeah, it really is. You can almost buy a car with it. I would do it. Here we go. Now, here's your – okay, you ready? Are you you seeing what I'm seeing? I'm this seeing is your – all right, so um, yeah, I, I I need your I need your feedback. I mean, I've watched this before. Oh, she's working it. Yeah, the handcuffs gimmick was good. I mean, in terms of the like the the movement and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. look, this is just your baseline like sable sunny type of stuff. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. But I really just and I, I don't mean to beat wrestling into the ground. Lord knows we all talk about it so much. But I'm just gonna say ooh, now. See now I'm afraid. Like she has a gun. The gun is. I like the topless handcuffs. Yes. Um, I just. I mean, look. If you have a gun, you do you. I just. I don't know, man. I'm not. I don't want to mix guns with my pills. If you get my drift. I think my, a lot of dudes like that though. The nudity and the guns together. See, it makes me just think that you don't know how to read. <laughs> well, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I. I don't know. Those are drawn on eyebrows, by the way. Oh, yeah, well, it happens. Yeah, which is fine. I'm just saying, like, she's not fooling anybody. She didn't no, get the right the, color. No, it's, yeah, her totally not even. Now here's, now, here's Mario. So, one-on-one, Mario or Shayna Mokler, who's who we just saw. You get one. Who do you pick? Hmm. The topless handcuffs is pretty good. And I only mentioned to be fair, not to put you on the spot, but they're clearly the two like, hey, here's we're, the Pacific, we're, we're here yeah. for the Pacific Blue calendar, like you know. I'm gonna go with Shayna to the surprise I of probably everyone. I think I will everyone. too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I just you know, again, I don't think Mario could like read me to any read me a bedtime story, you know, unless it's like the back of his protein bar. <laughs> It's got 45 grams of eugenics. <laughs> eugenics. Hey, speaking of uh, Mario Lopez, Mario Lopez, um, this weekend, this past weekend, when I uh, when my latest episode of the Multiverse of Fabulous and North South Connection Podcast Network dropped, what did you think of my choice for Slater? I didn't hear that one. Oh, I'm sure you didn't. No, but shameless plug, I just did recasting Safe by the Bell as Ruth um, Wrestlers. You did, <laughs> and since and since nobody listens to it, uh, <laughs> I I put Kurt Angle as Slater. 
obviously. Mm. Um, did I put Carnegie Slater? Yeah, and I think Shane McMahon was Zach, and Mick Foley was Screech. Hmm. Now, I had obviously this is a short form version you're getting. I had loads of explanation and arguments. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'll, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask for any reasoning. I'll just listen to the episode. Sure, but okay. I, I have issues. Wait, it wasn't vi- it, I, my my one of my rules for the episode was that it's not based on visual at all. No. So you're you're gonna sit there with a straight face and tell me that Mick Foley isn't a lovable loser like Screech. The character, the Mick Foley Mick character. Mick Foley is Screech is not. Well. <laughs> Hold on, I'm just getting a text message. The <laughs> multiverse of fabulousness has been can't. Oh come on! Oh, all right, fine. What, okay, new, what is new this topic about now? Well, she's 16 and he's older. Oh, so he's trying to save her, right? He knows her from when they were kids, like they grew up on the same street. He was best friends with her older brother that died of a heroin overdose. So he's trying to save him through saving her. <gasps> oh, okay, good. Thank you for that context that I totally picked up on this whole episode for some reason. Yeah, I mean, this episode has not been getting much of our love, and I'm going to apologize to the studio audience. Oh. Look at that. His fucking business card says Pacific Blue. Oh, my God. <laughs> just Why doesn't it just say Bite Cop? I, <laughs> seriously. I just want to put this out. It was in quotes. What the fuck? I got no respect for bike cops. All right. Look, I there's, there's a reason that Channing Tatum and uh, fucking Jonah Hill are bike cops in the beginning of Twenty One Jump Street before they get respect. Have you seen Twenty One Jump Street? I have. It's pretty good. Oh my god, I fucking love those movies. And then the second one, you know what? Um, Twenty Two Jump Street because it's like really meta and they just make fun of the fact they're making yeah. a. It's like they're the first movie to do Gremlins 2 since Gremlins 2. Because <laughs> Gremlins 2 is just there to make fun of Gremlins. Right. Uh, and only one of those features Hulk Hogan, dude. <laughs> Shit, I need to pay for my Geico motorcycle insurance. Can I do that while watching Pluto, or will it destroy the system? No, I'm pretty sure you can. They have an app and everything, although Geico can – Go to hell as far as I'm concerned. Oh, spill the tea. Is that what the kids say? <laughs> I don't know any kids. Judges? Not yeah. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You you wanna you 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 can play your character here on the show and I'll play mine. <laughs> All right. But I've seen I've seen the legal documents. All right. I got the blood work back. My lawyer was I'm reading not that to you. <laughs> Uh, touche. Well done. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, there is the big hurt. Looks like the big hurt's been spending time with the big Hardies. No, nah, he's okay. <laughs> Damn, Hardy have, sounds good. Do you have Hardies? I we don't. Hardies in the South, yes. And okay. One thing that has been missing from Pluto uh, has been fast food commercials, usually. I'm always good for at least one or two, and it sparks a fast food conversation. It's been a minute. Hey, did you um? 
every time we do a show together, we talk about Coke-related products. Have you had that awful fucking Dreamworld Coke? Yeah, um, my son had some, and I tasted it. It was like, what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Now, have you had the new Mountain Dew Halloween flavor? No, I have not. All right. It tastes like pink Starburst, if that's your thing. Ooh. Is it, it is it zero? Yes. 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 They do have a zero. Thank God, right? Okay. All right. Just Cut because, to my son being addicted to that fucking soda, too. Well, I mean, it's zero sugar. Yeah. But, but I mean. Diabetic. Oh, that, okay. Well, but see, still, no, look. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Still not I'm great. Not, I'm not trying to kayfabe, but I really don't know, like, what the rules are for that. Um, but no, he every once in a while. at the okay. zero sugar shit. But he, he's like. He's like highly addicted to soda. Like it's insane. Like, well, I mean, did you really think that that wasn't going to happen? And that has nothing to do with your parenting. That's not what I'm saying. Sure, sure. We live um, in um, we live in. I mean, it's it's going to happen. It's part Ever. of gamer culture. I think. I think he, that's how it seeped into him. Now is he trying to go pro? He probably will try to go pro. That's all he does. Play video games. God, I wish that shit existed. I mean, I'm not just. It, this modern world is like designed for me, and I was born twenty years too late. Yeah, that sucks. Oh well, though. I can't. Re- I can't figure out if they've decided to kill this girl yet, Jen. But that's definitely going to happen. Can I kill her? Or? I mean, can you wait till I'm done? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> With the actors, not the character, <laughs> not the character. Not She's the, nothing but a bitch. Like, why is he even fucking with her still? Uh, I don't know. I think she's trying to be HQ before HQ was a thing. That's a Harley Quinn joke. I mean, she's not really. She wishes she, she was Harley Quinn. So where do you stand on Lady Gaga as musical Harley Quinn? Are you familiar with this? Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. They're making a sequel to Joker um, that takes place. Prim- Have you seen Joker? Yes. So it's Joaquin Phoenix, of course, and Todd Phillips is back directing. And um, Lady Gaga is playing Dr. Harleen Quinzel, who is assigned to Arthur, the Joker, and uh, slowly falls in love with him. And we see her falling in love with him through musicals numbers because it's a it's a musical. Okay. well, hmm. now I get that reaction. But I think if done properly, it's the ultimate Oscar bait. That sounds right. Because you've got serious Joaquin Phoenix, who's already won an Oscar for the role, and then you mm-hmm. add in musical, which was right. the wet dream of the Academy back in the day. Now, I'm not saying the Oscars are important, but I am saying that when you, regardless of whether or not the general public deems them important, when you achieve that, you get so much more say. And if you're into creating things that nerds like or that is for mass consumption, it makes mass consumption, mass consumption film better. So if like Todd Phillips won Best Director for Joker 2, let's say, then if he ever does something else or produces something that's like fucking Kite Man, the series, you know, it might be good because he will have complete creative control if you liked Joker. That's a really long I- I did like Joker. Um, I thought it was a really good movie. The ending was real fucked up. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the Joker should ever have an origin. So I'm, but it was it was well done. It's just yeah, yeah. Um, 
it it hit on a lot of like mental health notes that hit too close to home for people that I know. So a lot of that stuff was sort of hard to watch. Um, so I really did like it, but it, it was like a one time watch for me. I'm with you. I uh, now look again. I'm not trying to play the because I've already played the color blindness card and the ADD <laughs> card. But yeah. so I have Tourette's, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not your like, um, you know, it's not your Saturday Night Live version of Tourette's, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I swear a lot, but that's for entertainment purposes, <laughs> you know. So anyway, Thanks. long long story short, like I twitch a decent amount, especially if I'm like, ex- I don't want to say excited because then it's like, then it makes it sound silly. And there's all sorts of jokes we can say, but like, if I'm if my brain is overactive, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and whenever. Um, Joaquin would do the laugh, the like laughing fits. Mm-hmm. It would set off my Tourette's. Oh, really? Because huh. because you know, some of it is like sort of triggered by repetition and drawing attention to things. Uh-huh. Like if someone were to say to me like, oh, I bet you can't keep your toes still for a minute. You're damn right I can't because you just told me about it and now it's <laughs> a twitch that I'm going to do for a week. So, huh. so when he would, my whole point being, when he would laugh, like I, I felt it because I would twitch, uh, because the care, he was, his acting was so spot on with like that uncontrollable urge that it made me feel like it was a legitimate one. And I had, which made me fascinated for the film. I'm yes. not trying to paint a, I'm not trying no, to paint right. a picture of like feel bad for me. I was stoked because I was like, right. that's acting. I, that's how I felt too. You know, like mm-hmm. he did it too well. You know, like yes. he he fucking nailed it to the point where it was fucking uncomfortable because I've seen stuff like that, you know, in people that I know, and it it, it doesn't make me. I don't mean uncomfortable. I just mean like no, it's I overwhelming. Get it, you know what I yes, mean? Absolutely, you know? absolutely. I, and it makes I, me empathize with them. It makes me feel for them, like in a way that I haven't before. Oh yeah. This uh, this girl's been drugged, by the way. <laughs> totally has. Um, yeah. Th- so you know, I I'm curious to see because we never saw Joaquin play the Joker as the Joker, Joker like as a supervillain, um, except for that, that last five minutes. So I'm very curious to see if they do if they even put him in the face paint if it's not a musical number dream sequence. But mm-hmm. let's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I don't want to. I mean, I could talk about that for hours. The, uh, the porn director has a gun now, so things have escalated quite yep. quickly. Yep. Good thing the cops are about yeah. on their bikes and whatnot. Oh, no, you're under arrest. No, you're, uh, these are your rights. Just punch. Johnny D. Oh, my God. Fans. It's Triple H. Is Triple H going to take him out? I mean, did you not? You might be ahead of me or behind me. Oh, I think I'm behind. Okay. It's coming up, that whole Simpsons thing we talked about. Okay, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Did you see him do it? Holy shit. They built the whole episode for that. The bike jump? Yes. A hundred percent they did. Oh, I know. Now look at the, now look, he's been complaining the whole time that she's been important. He's just feeling her up. Watch this. Oh wait, you're you're not with me. You're behind me. All right, I you got am, some just a little bit, yeah. That's okay. You got some good Triple H coming up. See, look, now they're just take, having their way with her. That's not appropriate. 
she's done Molly and now she needs to <sighs> hang out with Zendaya and she'll be fine. <laughs> Obviously, the main event of this episode has been building to one conflict, clearly. I mean, you know, Vince McMahon is not going to give. overdose, right? Well, no, the uh, a match, if you will. Oh, a match here, yeah, between you drugs know. and the young girl. Well, no, between Triple H and fucking Mario Lopez. Okay, right. And he has a gun. Well, I mean, he's also got a DS oh. shirt on, so. That's true, he does. Did you, <laughs> he's more did you, powerful than a gun. So you, a shirt. Did you see Triple H suplex one of the female bike cops? Not yet. He's okay. still beating up Mario. No, he did it before Mario. Oh, wait. Oh, the it. one with the gun. Okay. Yeah, they're her. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I think I was making jokes. That's okay. I, well, because I was going to make a TNA joke because, uh, you know, because it's another oh. man-on-woman violence. This but I think this match. Episode, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I'm, again. She the most, just had to hit him with a fucking fire extinguisher spot. That's right. Well, you know, it's no holds barred. Uh, it's, it's, it's what we call a cop match. Oh, I'm going to book a cop match. <laughs> You know, that was funny. She knocked him out. Now, unfortunately, that's a exit stage left on Triple H. Yeah, yeah, he's done for. Yeah, so we don't know if he goes to jail. We don't know if he ever gets laid. Like we don't know if he ever figures out what to do with that hair. He has a nice full life in porn. Yeah, he does. Oh, oh, right. She's rescued because that seemed very weird. Real. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she wasn't gonna die. So, do you think Stifler is going to get out of this one okay? Probably not. No? No? Well, I don't know. He's like... He, He's pointing <laughs> a gun at a cop. So, Oh! Oh, no! <laughs> uh, oh! Landed on the heart-shaped bed through the skylight? He died as he lived. Or <laughs> something like that. Wow. Now, so they're real extra, real extra. I yeah. love how the porn set had a heart-shaped bed. Well, I mean, that's what people want, right? I mean, that's what we're paying attention to. Because we're in it for the hearts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have seen the, the Bret Hart porn, so let's not talk mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like how it. they're just looking at naked pictures of each other. Openly um, yeah, in the yeah. in the office. Like, you look good in this spread. Let me see. What them lives do? Well, I mean, it's it's a team building exercise, really. Sure. You know, I mean, it's it's just part of my new corporate platform. <laughs> Nothing they all seen before already, probably. Hey, the the dr- the porn girl's about to have a walk down the steps transformation straight out of oh. a movie, oh, and God. it's the it's the most pathetic thing. Like, cause her hair's not crimped and she doesn't have mm. any lace on or anything. It's but oh. it's bad. Well, she's just like a normal child now. No, oh, she looks like star. well, she looks like she's going to like a fucking camp in Salt Lake City that yeah, which she's not coming back from. She's wholesome now. Yeah, well, I still have the video that says otherwise. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> you better watch your mind, mind your piece and cues, Buster. <laughs> Remember who you're dealing with. Now, Homelander is about to break this lady's heart when he orders her to have a schmorschman. Oh no! <laughs> What's that? Oh, that's from Nocta. Uh, would, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. He doesn't want to say. Anything. I was trying to place it. Yeah. 
See, none of my gags are mine. So <laughs> I, I, if I don't call it out, someone will call it out, and I just don't want that. His name's Doug. Can you imagine if you, you watch the boys, obviously. Yeah. So, like, if all the, like, uh, homeland, uh, homelander crazy people, uh, you know, were to find out that his name was Doug, you think they'd stick with him? Definitely not. Yeah. Ain't no Doug superheroes, are there? Yeah. Well, it's a you Christian. I mean, Quail Man. Quail Man? Oh, can't forget him. Classic. Do, 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 do. Um, and the light is extinguished on this episode. What a fucking roller coaster. I can't believe an abortion subplot is uh just second fiddle to I mean, uh I mean, porn. Third fiddle. Because, third, because the, the the girl in porn was the A plot. That's the, true. The cops true. posing was the B cop and the, was the B plot, excuse me. I mean, but that's and and I'm not saying that prestige television isn't extreme. I mean, anyone who's seen the first episode of House of Dragons will confirm that it is, you know, does crazy stuff. But I feel like I don't know. I feel like I may not get this at least this level of flippantness with it because they're so flippant about it and out in the open about it in this specific mm-hmm. blue show. You know, I feel like uh, on TNT or TBS, um, you know, they might be a little more uh, tight lipped about it. I don't know. I. I don't. I don't watch TBS or TNT. On the credits, it said special thanks to WWF and Vince McMahon. <laughs> You're goddamn right, pal. <laughs> uh, do you think Triple H gets a penny every time someone buys season four of uh, Pacific Blue? I sure hope so. I mean, he needs them. He deserves it. For yeah, that, for that performance of a lifetime. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. You know, it's it's stupid and cheesy. Uh, if anyone out there is a Pacific Blue interested based on this episode, I know that Sable shows up at some – like there's a, a lot of people – not a lot, like four or five people that have randomly shown up from WWF from this era that were on Pacific Blue or La Femme Nikita, but, that, but this isn't about La Femme Nikita, so <laughs> – Alrighty, well, uh, thanks for this education on um, bike coppery, and um, I think you've named all of your podcasts uh, as we've gone along. Yes, you're welcome for that, by the way. <laughs> Do you want to plug anything else before we Yes, subscribe to the Aqua Cave, which is my solo podcast channel, um, and of course everything on North South too, but I, I rarely promote that because I, I, I try to be on brand. Mm, um, gotta be on and, brand. and of course, I wouldn't even have that if I didn't do stuff on North South first. So it's always it's obviously home. I'm just saying that, you know, there's all kinds of random shit there. Movies, wrestling, movies, wrestling. OK, there's like two random things. There. <laughs> Go listen to those. Um, are you on the Twitter machine? Yes, I'm the Johnny C, like the right. Batman. <laughs> Only for 15 minutes at a time, though. Ooh, yeah, I forgot about that. I can't believe I said that publicly. All right, that's fine. I'll live with it. You'll be canceled soon. It's fine. It won't be the first time. (laughs) Why do you think I was so delicate this entire episode, walking around the issues? You were delicate. Sure. I I stood up for equality in women's undergarments. (laughs) Or shirts. Shirts that, I mean, I, I did a whole spiel about that to try to get back on people's good side. No, I'm kidding. I meant what I said. I meant what I said. But, you know, still won't be the first time. All right. uh, I'm on Wednesdays on the North South Connection. 
um, I showed this one. Uh, you heard about Pluto a lot of these recently because in the month of October, I'm doing all freak out drive-ins. Oh, that's shocking. I, I, yeah, I've, I booked a bunch of those, so uh, they're, they're, they might spill into November as well. Um, Sounds like then, a shocktober. It is, and um, TNA Never Dies is back, so it's on Wednesdays now, too, every other Wednesday. And um, some more surprises coming soon, hopefully. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Jenny Position. Follow me there, the Facebook page, rate review, blah blah blah. Thank you for listening, and um, you know what? Don't don't watch Pacific Blue. <gasps> Try to talk it down